Geek Shock. There was a time when you'd be more selective When you were horny and feeling erective Now one swipe and there's thousands to bone All from a sex app you use on your phone That's the Tinder! Odo is I know, you said it last week. So fuck, did I? Yes. Really? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. We just witnessed dementia, folks. Right here. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who are all these people? Yeah. You know what? I can you know, eat I know a you, half I know. pound ham steak oh, and shit. not cry like a fucking bitch afterwards. Oh shit. Uh-oh. Shots fired. There you go. Sure, I am I am dropped. secure in my my ham eating abilities. In your ham hood? My hamhood, <laughs> that I ate a little bit too much ham tonight, and I'm feeling the effects right now. Not to where I have to go to the bathroom like Andy on oh, 500, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that, that it's just funny. pain. That was it's, a magical night. I know. It was perfect it's, that it was that night, yeah. too. It's just yeah. pain. It's just pain. That's all. I got pain. I don't get pain. Just, I eat I was born to ham. <laughs> you Dude. have learned to eat it. <laughs> Oh, boy. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 506. I'm Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Polish ham-eating K. Oh, shit. Ham boy Matt. Oh, boy. <laughs> what what makes a ham a Polish ham? Uh, I got run over by the German ham. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yikes. Actually, no, sorry. Got hit so, by no, a hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the, Polish, the Polish ham section gets taken out, and next day it's German ham. That's that's what makes it a Polish ham. That first one was much better. Uh, okay. Yeah, go with your gut, which is full of ham. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. They load all the Polish ham. I, I think you're Wow. Just, okay. You're digging yourself. No. 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 I think nope. Todd's like, nope. okay, first edit of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andy right now is somewhere across the country going, something wonderful just happened, and I'm never going to know what it was. <laughs> his, it's as though voices cried out all at once. His, don't say it. His pillow and then senses, silenced. His pillow senses tingling. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's like, um, something's sense. going on right now that I feel like I need to be present for. It. He's got an Andy tingle. <laughs> he got an Andy tingle. No, he. We all know he's standing in the dark in a bunch of bushes, videotaping himself talking to himself. Yeah, and he's going to he put is. it on before this show ever drops. And he's probably going to do it with a really cool shock monkey. That boy needs a hobby. <laughs> he has wow. a hobby. That's what he's doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting paid for his hobby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to hear. I get to travel the travel the northeast and get paid to do so. So is it maple glazed ham? Maple glazed mat. There you maple go. I like that. Matt. There you maple go, Matt. <laughs> I came up with ham boy, Matt. That's not as good. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, that's why you. That's why you're sitting there, and I'm sitting over here. That's what it is. See, I, and I would have gone with ham eating, crying bitch, Matt. Oh, shit. That's why yeah. Torgo runs much. Barter Town. Too much. Too long. Too long. It doesn't work. Okay, bitch, Matt. No. <laughs> That's I like, short. I don't, I don't like that either. But, but, you're, you're, but you're missing the point. Ham's got to be in there somewhere. Ham, bitch, Matt. Ham. Okay. Hey. Ha- hey, Matt. Make me a ham, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What geeky things do you do? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Come on. 
<laughs> I look over, you're ready to say it. What like, geeky things I did? I ate some ham and didn't cry. <laughs> but there was even you, some turkey thrown in. I was going to say, did you actually <laughs> eat that ham? Or look at you him, just, look at me. <laughs> did you really have ham or what? Yeah. When? Uh, well, when? Like I, yesterday? Yeah. The day before? Mm-hmm. Okay, we've had a whole day to recover. I... W- <laughs> didn't cry at the time <laughs> jesus h no he cried later on it was like uh, i was thinking I oh, why did i eat the ham matt would have matt would have just hated this ham it's so good i love ham okay i know oh. well i mean you would have loved hating it hated loving it hated loving it there you go hated loving it no Ma- i i went to get some i went to get some meat from smith's and I went to the, this was after hours, so I went to the deli section where they have some of the packaged meats that they've sliced. And they had something called the American. And I guess it's like a, a sub package. So yes. it's got turkey, ham, cheese. Oh. And I bought that. I thought it was just turkey and cheese. And then I got home and I was like, bonus. <gasps> Polish Christmas, <laughs> and uh, and so and it was it was big. This was for oh. making a fucking sub. So I spent a couple days eating that. Fantastic, nice. yeah. Well, yeah. look at you, fantastic. You had a great weekend. Yes. Smith <laughs> has a couple of joy in his, this man's face. I'm Polish, man. Not even the Canucks can compare to Polacks when it comes to the pig. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> but okay, we'll, we'll stop right there. That's perfect. Okay. So um, what geeky things you do this week, gentlemen? This weekend, for me. For you. No shit. You've got something? I do. Wow. Everything that could have broke in our house oh. and our gadgets or whatever decided to break this weekend. Oh, this was the warranty week. Yes. Recliner. So I have power recliners. Us one percenters. <laughs> have power recliners. Half of it broke. Mm. Which half? The your left side. Oh, wow. Was it your? Not my side. Not your <laughs> yeah, side. Okay. I was going to say Paulette's so, side. <laughs> yeah. So. Which is now Matt's side. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, damn it. Oh. You totally oh. beat me to that one, okay? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I hear that the, the, the what, what, what the fuck do you call them? Mechanized, motorized, the, the electric, whatever. Those those have that problem. Yeah, usually they they either cut their own, own wires because they the they're right there by the uh, mechanisms. The motor burns out, or the wire faulty wire. So in our case, it's uh, we so I got in there, took all the ties off, fiddled around with Major Man, and uh, we discovered that it was the actual um, splitter piece. Mm-hmm. So it splits off to the. Footrest, headrest, as well as oh, just what I need. Um, <laughs> Jeff over here hands me wafer chocolate. Well, it's to go. Matt, so. it's just a tiny wafer thin chocolate. Oh, okay, to, to, to add on to the the, the the pain mountain of ham. Now he's okay. better, Matt. Better, Matt. Better get a bucket. <laughs> Anyways, so Major we figured it Matt. was that, that. Boy, you guys spend a lot of time together doing household stuff. That's <laughs> Why don't you guys come over here help me with my irrigation system? Because we have our own houses. To, uh, <laughs> I got a that, big pile of green I in my that. backyard. What the hell were you doing? I, I, you saw Last Ramble, didn't you? you I, like, I yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, there you go. Come a tree. In my tree. You know? <laughs> Spot on. And my tree, my tree is named Adrian. So I just, Adrian! <laughs> 
<laughs> no, the fucking droopy pine. <laughs> your cutting tool is the same as your fart. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I was just going to say, Basically. like, for the audience, he was making a cutting noise like it was a... It, he was <laughs> making a cutting motion like it was the like a chainsaw <laughs> or a head trimmer. But he was making fart noises while he was doing it. First of all, it's a very versatile sound. And oh. second of all, my farts are my cutting tool. Oh, shit. So... But yeah, the, it's a sight the, to behold. The pine, the pine out front with the droopy branches. I, the the lower you half got, of you, that fucker is drooping. You got a nasogram, didn't you? Well, uh, dude, I told this story. I got one. You want another story that I've already told? I'll go back to mine. My dementia. <laughs> Five weeks ago, I got the fucking letter, and I and I that week, I went in personally and submitted in writing. Please clarify. You told me I need to fix the tree. And you sent me a picture that has three trees in it. No one has gotten a hold of me. So now that the heat finally broke, I'm like, well, that pine definitely needs some work, whether it's what they're talking about or not, so I'll attack it. But you and, didn't trim the one that's drooping over the walkway to your entrance uh, <laughs> that I hit my head on almost every time? Oh, well. Wow. It, that sounds it. like a personal problem to dude, me, I, not I, the tree's I, fault. Dude, I, I think I did because... I, I I cut all that lower stuff. Okay. Well, okay. it's drooping again. <laughs> yeah. Well, th I didn't get all of them ah. because I exceeded the point I could go without a ladder. I see. Now I need to put up a ladder and stand on top with the saw uh, can, at full extension. Can you wait until I see this? I want to see this. <laughs> well, hey, you and Major Meh, you <laughs> no, know, no, no, maybe no. one weekend, you no, like, no, you know. Because I know how this is going to turn out. I'm going to be the one at the top of the ladder oh. with the fucking chainsaw. Dude, I just did all that by myself. Okay. I didn't even have Duncan hauling shit for me. Duncan was like, myself. where's my dad? Where's <laughs> Kirsten? Kit, have you seen Kirsten uh, and my dad? What's that body face down in front of the trees in the front? <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah. Um... Whatever we were talking about. Okay, oh, yeah. so go back to Matt's. <laughs> so, so that broke, and then I, uh, I fixed our computer desk. We have a. I made. I happened to put together a computer desk for both of us, me and Paul. Okay. Because nothing we found online or in stores, the dual ones are ridiculously expensive, and it doesn't work with the dimension of the room. Because mm -hmm. they decided to put. Well, you see in the computer room there, the two windows are stupid spots, and yep. they're like. Uh, ceiling to floor, pretty much, but in really dumb areas. It's it, it's the classic uh, uh, '90s Vegas design. It's just, yep. it's impossible. I don't. Never mind. I, I'll, so I'll, like I'll a corner, get off. On like a corner desk won't work because the window's there. Okay. Then they got the open closet there, and then the double bay door there. So it's like, fuck. I got to make it between the two windows. That's what I did. But it's too high, so it's like you're you're playing there like with your hand up, way too high. So so Matt's making that you made uh, a standing desk <laughs> that, that Donald, Donald Trump I don't remember thing. Yeah yeah um, I don't remember. <laughs> so I cut those, put the computers all back up, turn my computer on, four o'clock. Oh the game's on, so I go and watch that. Come back, computer broke. Oh, like in that time, the two hour time I was watching the game. Like what broke on the computer? Uh, the onboard uh, video card. I'm a moron. Was using the onboard video card instead of my actual video card in my computer. 
<laughs> and Windows was like, you're an idiot. So we're going to update, and you, it won't work anymore. Well, so To yeah. be fair, you're playing War, Warcraft Classic. What yeah, more do yeah, you need? Yeah, exactly. It was perfect. But now it's even better. It's like Matrix level. Like, holy shit. And what else broke? A bunch of shit. Oh, wow. Warcraft Classic. You know, I was thinking of maybe playing that. <laughs> Don't even start. Don't, do you hear That's that? That's not a joke hey, I would make on, in front of Paulette. Do you hear, no, no, wait. Do you hear that? That's Major Mac crying <laughs> in the back. Oh, you know what? Look. He bought you six months and you logged on twice. I did not log on just twice. It was twice. <laughs> it was not twice. They're watching. Yeah. Yeah, they're watching. That's uh, it. Uh, listen, it comes up. K's last online fucking six months ago. Yeah, there's a cutoff point, dude. They no, don't... there's not. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. Do, mm. Oh, is it six months of consecutive use? Is that what it is? No. Log on no. for four minutes, and that just cuts in your... Dude, it was more than twice. Oh, three <laughs> times. Sorry. <laughs> One, two, five. You know what? I love I love that these guys can get together and talk about how I haven't been, have I haven't logged on, mm-hmm. but they never get together and, like, say, Kirsten, want to play. Oh. So... It, it and I got tired. Is that what you're waiting for? Not the, not anymore. The digital red carpet. No, the that's fucking... done. It's gone. <laughs> it was just like the third time. It was like, yeah, Major Mech called us and said, "Have you seen Kirsten on Warcraft?" You called them. <laughs> call them and ask if Kirsten. But you know, don't call Kirsten and say, "Hey, would you like to play some Warcraft today?" So I mean, I just I got sick of grinding. I'm it's a grinder not, game. I'm just not. No, it's not. I'm not yes, a grinder. No, it's not. Yes, yes it, it is. is. To get those <laughs> levels so I could be at the proper level where I could play with real pros like you guys. No, you, you got to sink in at least 150 hours. I guess at that so. Point. Yeah, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. Too many other things I want to do. I probably did like 15 Then hours. you're ready for your first raid. Yep. <clears throat> raid? <laughs> so anyway... Oh, what was Anyways, that? I oh, play- yeah. Computer desk, right? Yeah. And so we go to Best Buy. Or sorry, we go to uh, Costco first because we're looking for a new monitor for my computer. Okay. And uh, I get there, and then Major Mess like, hey, look at these TVs. Yada, yada, yada. Rumcake's like, no, fuck you. We're not getting no TVs because he wants me to get a TV for my monitor. Okay. So I, I, his heart's in the right place. Sure. <laughs> but, He's looking uh, out for you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, rum cake and uh, my wife are not having anything of it. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny how I inherit rum cake in this decision. So about not getting, you know, a monitor. And uh, so we go there. Cost is like, yeah, fuck you. We don't have the 27-inch you're looking for. So we go to Best Buy. They have it. All right. To get and it? Then, yeah, I got it. I, right. I purchased it. And then, so we're there, and then Major Mag goes off into the inkless printers. Or not inkless printers. <laughs> that's that's a new one. I've never heard of that one. That's the, the, the one folks that right here is dementia. <laughs> well, there are inkless printers. They're called thermal printers. I mean, uh, you've probably used one. 80s Jeff. Add it I again. know. <laughs> I still remember when C-3PO was like, she has a thermal printer. <laughs> well, if you're in the food and beverage business, you've used a thermal printer because that's what 90% of the receipts that you get are uh-huh. printed on. So. so it's the one where it's like the, the bottles, the refillable bottles, not the cartridges. 
and they last for like two years. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a reservoir printer as opposed to a yeah. So that's that's cartridge. making it big now. Yeah, it's so they stood around him and Han, and it was an Epson. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking like watching paint dry. So I went over to the, <laughs> <laughs> went over to the. I don't care about printers. Went over to the thing and bought my uh, monitor, 27 inch, 109 dollars. That's nice. Yeah, not yeah. too shabby. Yeah, I would like to do so. a TV for a monitor. <laughs> I I got one. I could hook it up right now, but it's it's too big for the desk. It's like. 42 inches. Am I wrong or is that the most he's ever spoken on any of the podcasts? <laughs> you yeah, shut up. Prior to this. <laughs> I know you get him started on streaming. It doesn't go this long. Warhammer. Mhm. Yeah, uh, Warhammer is that's the key. So the key is to make sure everything around your house breaks so you have something geeky to talk about. <laughs> no. You're, you're missing it, Jeff. You're missing it. What? The important uh, uh, element, major math. Ah. Oh. Oh, of course. is that uh, right? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> well, right now, he's excited. Probably drove dro- off the road. <laughs> <laughs> All his kids are like, yay, daddy. Oh, my God, daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God, daddy. <laughs> You're right. It's universal. As long as my kid survives. One of Major, <laughs> Ma- one of Major Man's kids. The, the running joke is one of Major Man's kids is mine. His youngest, Steven. and that's that's major. Because he looks like me. Just so everyone understands, <laughs> yeah. that's major mess joke. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, not he mine. Looks, he looks an awful lot like Matt, and then he'll laugh and look at Stephanie. <laughs> and then he goes, Stephanie, where were you this such and such date? I was like, uh, okay. But he looks exactly like the two of us. So my younger photos, I look like Stephen. Which is his youngest kid. I'm both amused and uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I should, say, I should say Steven looks like me. Dude, oh, try yeah. playing a and d game or DC deck building while that conversation goes on. <laughs> over and over again. Because Matt will bring it. He'll bring it up once a month or something. Yeah. He loves that joke. And I'll play along like, okay, well... Do you have my kid reading? Is he growing up in a good family <laughs> atmosphere? Is, yeah, that really? <laughs> Is it at least equal to the other kids? <laughs> yeah. Is he playing Warhammer? That's right. It's the size of his computer monitor. That's right. Now, you guys picked up DC Rebirth? Yeah, I haven't played it yet. Okay, I haven't played it yet. I'm, still... I'm curious as to... Oh, that's. I don't know, because I kind of like the original one, and nothing... Like, the other ones are good, like... Well, so they have the original one, the villain one, and what's the shitty one with um <laughs> You play them too? Yeah, I know. What j- shitty one? Okay. With uh <laughs> shit, dude. With like Dr. Fate and all that. That's the shitty one. Is that the second uh yes. second heroes one? Yes. The second one, number 2. Yeah, that one they were you could tell they, they already run out of ideas for the heroes. They were already puttering out, which is really funny cuz then they do like the Martian Manhunter special card, which is amazing. Which is very good. Yeah. And shout um, out to Biggs on that one. He yeah. Got us the Martian yeah, 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 yeah. God bless you Biggs. I don't Fuck know you about for that. getting us Felix Faust, but God bless <laughs> oh, yeah, you fuck for that the, guy. Jesus Christ, I hate that fucking yeah. card. Yeah. Don't tell Andy, but I hit it. Nice. <laughs> so, <clears throat> too, good, too late. Right. Yeah. But Did you um, also hide the uh, Batman equipment card as well as um, no Man of Steel. 
but also the equipment yeah. card. And Actually, Batman equipment and the, the Wonder Woman, dude, they don't bust the game's balls like as Man, much of, as Steel. Man of Steel. Yeah. Man of Steel destroys. Yeah. Especially since everybody fucking can't get it and it always goes around to Andy. Yeah, I know. And it'd be it like turn two and he's sitting there with a stupid grin on his face and he's like, how the fuck did you get eight points yeah, to really. pick up that card this early on? And yeah. he does it. Mm-hmm. He fucking doesn't. Jesus Christ. And then he just and then and then he just gets the Andy hand and he's laying out twenty cards and he's fucking up his math. <laughs> yeah, it's a headache. God, when is he coming back? <laughs> um, not till October or something. There's right? no turn longer than an Andy turn. There's there's no doubt about it. Actually, it's funny. He was talking about Celestia and Rob. Apparently, Rob plays similar to Andy. Oh shit! But he's a lot more meticulous in his math. Oh, so <clears throat> that has actually put a few gray hairs on Andy's head. He's like, I didn't know what you guys were going through until I started playing with Rob, because cause Rob will actually sit there. All right, that's two. That's right. Well, no. What if I do this one next, and then? Oh okay, wow! Now that's three, four. Oh, you know what? If I do, you know, I concede. <clears throat> exactly right. I'm done. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Yes, it's uh, one of the best games ever made. It is the 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 first one. Yeah, the first one. I mean, the deck building concept is fun, but that that one, one hits it out of the park. That one's really one. good. It's really Marvel's fun. tried with Legendary, not good. That compared to that, one. I like compared to Le- that one. I like DC. Legendary, but God damn, this one. The the real one of the reasons I'm not fond of a lot of their expansions is they start complicating things. Yeah, the simplicity and elegance of this one. The first deck builder is very, very nice. It really is. And legendary is fun. I I like a lot of the concepts, you know, you're flipping your cards and you're like, oh that's cool, that does that. But Jesus Christ, it's work. It is. It's hard to build Holy a good shit. hand in that game. Hard to build a good hand. It's hard to put it the fuck away. It's hard to oh, set nice. up the goddamn oh, that's game. Right. Good Christ. I mean, you know, it, you're, we're talking about major meh. So, you know, you're about as organized as you're going to get for a fucking card game. And that thing is still a monumental pain in the ass to pull out of the box and set up a table. It's just, yeesh. Yeah. I, I like a lot of how they, they play with concepts and stuff. It's really cool. But boy, oh boy. You know, the only, the only deck building game that's worse than that would be the Star Trek one. Next generation one or whatever that was. I remember once we once we figured it out, Todd got tired of beating the Borg Queen. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because that game was really fucking hard until it's like, wait a second, is that a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was what I did. That's right. what Matt did. So, uh, I've become intrigued by two games. I haven't played either one yet, but. Uh, I stopped at We Play Games this week. War Room Games still my favorite game store in town, but We You're Play has an amazingly huge board game. Where's We Play? That's uh, I think they have two locations. The one I went to is on Nellis, Nellis yeah. and uh, uh, Desert Inn. Oh, my neck of the woods. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing store. I love that yeah. store. You go in there, and it's it's in three parts. One part's all card games. One part's all video games. The other part, all board games. Holy shit, Go check that out. And each one in equal measure. Nah. No, it's good. Yeah, it's 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 a nice little mecca. I I, <clears throat> I don't I, think the people that run it are all that friendly, but it's a good place. Yeah, I, they're not. I did they're the not. I did the traveling across town for games and comics and shit, 
the first 10 years I was here, and now I'm like, fuck it. Ralph is lucky I stop by once a month. And he's on Maryland. He's not even across town, technically. He doesn't, he doesn't even recognize you anymore, huh? He's like, hello, sir. What are you looking for? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, my pull box? Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't have a pull it's box. It's amazing so. how much you sound like my dad right now. My dad does not like to go two-mile radius outside of, away from his house. I'm sick of it. I mean, maybe it's the summer. Maybe now that things have cooled down. I don't know. I, I like the adventure I, I, of going someplace. I, I used to. I used to. I uh, uh, Silver Cactus Comics. Remember that on Nellis or Boulder or wherever the fuck it was? Yeah. Yeah, it was Nellis once upon a time. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, what? That's on Trop and Pecos? Fuck that. I, oh, <laughs> god damn. When he's neglecting to tell you, that's like, that's not even 10 minutes away from where yeah. he lives. <laughs> Google not it. Not even. Google it, and you'll be like, you wuss. <laughs> <laughs> right, two games caught my attention. Uh, haven't bought either one. <laughs> But so is this an almost Andy story? <laughs> no, I, 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 I just game? I just want to explain oh, okay. them to you. Okay, out there. Uh, one's called "Holding On: The Troubled Life of Billy Kerr." Okay, sounds I, like one of the novels you recommend for book club. I would read that. I'd read that novel. <laughs> uh, holding, I mean, I took a picture of the back of the box so I could uh, remind myself that this was out here. Holding on, The Troubled Life of Billy Kerr is a cooperative game where players work as nursing staff tasked with providing care for the terminally Fuck ill. That. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't want to play this fucking game. You did that on purpose, didn't you? You did that on fucking purpose. Matt's like, I play that game every day. That's, that's real life for me. It's not a goddamn game. It's not a game. sakes. <laughs> What's the premise beside it? Okay. You know, I, I was wondering, where the fuck is he going with this? Because the word cooperative came up, and I'm like, that's already setting off the bullshit meter. Your latest patient has been rushed in following a massive heart attack on the flight from Sydney to London. His name is Matt. His friend Andy brought him in. <laughs> when the game begins, all you know is this. His name is Billy Kerr. He is 60 years old, and he has been given days to live. Players must work together to provide Billy with appropriate care, responding to medical emergencies while gaining his trust. Over 10 fully re replayable scenarios, you'll need to piece together a lifetime of memories while being drawn deeper into his troubled past. As you discover more about Billy, can you help him find the courage required to confront the three regrets that have him holding oh, on? Oh, my God, that is that doesn't happen anyway. What, like that. what was that put out by Hallmark? <laughs> Oxygen <laughs> Channel, Jesus! I'm super intrigued. Hub Games made it. Oh I'm super God. intrigued by it, you, folks. You should have seen Matt's shaking head during that whole <laughs> reading. Uh, the other game that's got my attention is called Clank. This one's gotten quite a following. In fact, they've made quite a few expansions. Not this Clank in space. Uh, they've just. Uh, they're now about to add a Acquisitions Incorporated version of it. And it is a deck-building card game board game. And uh, what was the name of that labyrinth game that you have, Kay, where there's a dragon in the center, everybody has to try to get as much treasure as they can and escape alive? Was, uh, God, was it... Dungeon Quest. It's now. I think it's called the like the the licensed version in America is like Dragonfire Castle. Okay. Or something. Um, 
I got it in my fucking closet. I could just look. But yeah, yeah, that's a fa- that's a wonderfully broken game, but wonderfully fun. That's the basic idea. Okay. Uh, so it's everybody against everybody else trying to get into this dungeon, See, grab what they can. That's a Todd game. <laughs> and then leave successfully. Get the fuck before, out. Right. Run. Uh, it's called Clank because it's the noise element that brings the monster to you. When you're playing a deck builder game, you have that starting amount of cards. There's some that don't do anything. There's the some that give you attack power and some that give you buying power to buy new cards. Well, instead of zero cards and this one where they don't do anything, those are basically cards that add one to your noise. Hey, you guys. (laughs) And the noise is represented by just little blocks of wood, colored wood to represent your character. And they go into the clank space of the dungeon. Uh, when you pull up the monster card, all those wooden pieces go into a black bag. And with and inside that bag, there are also neutral ones. Then somebody reaches that. The card tells you how many to pull out. And whatever color is pulled out is who gets damaged by the monster. So you want to avoid as much noise as possible. Yeah. Because that's going to lessen the chance of you getting pulled out of right, that bag. Okay. And then that goes back in there. And as you add noise, it adds more to the bag, making it more dangerous as you go through this dungeon to make noise. And the monster gets more and more progressively stronger as you steal various treasures from him. All right. So, and there's there's one in space. There's the original Clank, and there's about three expansions. And now new Acquisitions Incorporated, which is the Penny Arcade uh, live Dungeons & Dragons shows that they yeah. do. I watched one playthrough of that on Game the Game, which is uh, Geek and Sundry's replacement for Tabletop, since that seems to have gone away now, Uh, which is a decent version of Tabletop. I don't think it has as much charm as that one did, but it does a good job of teaching you how to play the game and then giving you a run-through through it. So that's I watched a full run of that and was highly intrigued, and I love the idea of a deck-building board game. Mm Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Cool. I think I've read a review of it somewhere because that the clank and the whole noise mechanic now sounds familiar. What else so. did you do this week, guys? I meant to talk about it last week and forgot, but uh, two weeks ago, after we recorded the podcast, I purely by accident discovered a TV show that I am uh, really kind of into now oh. uh, on, of all networks, HGTV. Home and Garden Television. Oh, and what uh, show is this? This the show is called uh, Property a very Sisters. no. It's called a very Brady renovation. Oh, get out! Uh, what it is is HDTV bought the house that was the one that they shot the exteriors for the Brady Bunch. Now, the actual house that you saw on the TV show was on Soundstage Five at Paramount Studios. The actual house would never be able to hold the sets as created on the TV show. So HDTV bought the house, and the whole premise of the show is they are turning the house into the classic 70s, well, late 60s, because I I didn't realize it premiered in 69. I thought it was 70 that it premiered. Uh, so, but the classic styling of the seventies—they're basically recreating all the sets in the existing space. They're gutting the house. the house as it is. Yes, and they're rebuilding the, it. the one we saw on the show. Yes, from scratch. Wow, and it is fascinating. And 
throughout the process, they have brought in all the six Brady kid actors to help out. And they are actually doing some of the the demolition and construction and so forth. Oh, wow. Well, with, they're not busy. With so a yeah. lot of... <laughs> Believe it or not, they actually are. They do, wow. a, lot of, they do a lot of appearances and stuff. <laughs> Ow! But, uh, ham is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bringing it up. Oh. Uh, it's fascinating because All got it's a lot today. of work. Coming in fire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of work because they are also decorating it like it was decorated on the set. But majority of those real life set pieces weren't just props built for the show they were things that they you know took out of storage put in there because it fit with the aesthetic so they're having to find and in some cases crowdsource these pieces to be accurate to what you saw on the screen it's it's fascinating wow. um i'm wait wait they're I'm, crowdsourcing so because the majority of these things are antiques now they can't find them uh, you know, they either just, you know, they're hard to find, impossible to find, very expensive. So uh, certain <laughs> items they weren't able to find at all. They, items like appliances, furniture. Yes. yes. Um, they put up notices on their website and fans have been sending in pieces from the set. Like uh, one guy said there's a the coffee table in the living area. There was a branch that had giant grapes on it even though they were orange i think i remember that branch they weren't able to find one of those somebody had one sent it in said you know it belonged to my grandmother i don't really have any use for it so it was an honor for me to have it because it's going to be sitting there now as a permanent piece of this this new set recreation so yeah it, it's it's fascinating because they brought in all these hdtv personalities who i don't know who the hell they are sure but they're going around to like thrift stores and prop houses around LA and trying to find all this stuff to decorate the house. They're building things from scratch. Uh, and they're doing this in the house yes. that, that they were filming the exterior shots. Yes. That you would see in the show. Yes. They bought that so, house. So wow. they are modifying the house to, to recreate it, what you saw on screen. It Can they fit the square footage? No. That, that was part of the... That was part of the first episode is they say there is no way this would fit in the actual footprint of the the physical house so what do they so doing? what they've done scaling it back scaling it down yeah they yeah. well because if you if you remember from the tv show when you walk in the front door you're in the living room and then further back is the kitchen and then beyond that is the um you know the activity room sure and then off to the side is the is the the quote-unquote outdoors so because of how deep that is that house is about a quarter of the depth of the footprint of the set. So what they've done is they had to create a, from scratch, two-story addition onto the house because the real house is not a two-story house. Oh, it's well, a, that's a problem. It's a split level. But they couldn't build it too high because you want it to, from street level, look just like you would see Jesus on the TV show. Christ. So what they did is they took the backyard, they dug down about three feet, and then sunk this... This Get addition, out. so, you know, to recreate the stair steps, the famous stair steps, it actually is now a two-story. So you walk in, you go on the stair steps, and the stair steps actually lead to the kids' bedrooms, like you saw on the show. They had to dig down to yes, make that work. to make it work. Wow. 
and then they took some creative license with areas that you never physically saw on the show. Bathrooms. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. They, um, because that was one of the things they well, said. is like you saw the tub in the Jack and Jill, the kids' Jack and Jill bedroom. Right. But to make it a functional house, they said, well, you know, a functional house would need to have a shower. Even though you can see from the tiles, you can see the two valves and the spigot, but you don't <clears> see a shower head. So they built the shower head, but they built it on the opposite wall. So when you're looking at it from the angle that the cameras would have been placed, which is an actual wall... You don't see the spigot, but if you're in there, it would be a functional... That and a toilet, because they yes. weren't allowed to show yep. toilets, right? They, But there, there's an actual toilet in there, so... Um, Was that a rule? They weren't allowed to show toilets? Yes. Yeah. 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 Huh. Um, in fact, even like in the into the early 60s, mid-60s, if you had a man and a woman sitting on a bed, like not even doing a sexual act, just sitting there... One of them had; they both had to have at least one foot on the ground. That was yeah. a that was a television standard. Carol Burnett of- actually uh, did a skit making fun of that. She and Alan Alda had to film a love scene in a bedroom, but they had to abide by the rules, mm-hmm. and they, they they took the piss out of it. <laughs> Brady Bunch actually, yeah. with its sanitized reputation and theming, actually is the first regular TV show to have. Yeah. Uh, Carol and Mike. Mike in bed together. Yes, just reading or what have you. I, I was just gonna tell. I was just gonna say yeah. that trivia fact. Because I read somewhere. This is really funny. You're talking about this because I stumbled mm-hmm. across a Brady thing last week. Okay. Apparently, there was a show in '46. At one time, mm-hmm. showed a husband and wife in bed together. Scandalous. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So there was there was prior, but Brady Bunch actually did it did it more routinely uh for the first time <clears throat> yeah it's the first time they ever had a sa- the same bed yeah. um, and no toilet and no toilet and uh and i'm just trying to think of the reasoning behind one foot on the ground like so they could get away quicker like what <laughs> there are no it's to sh- uh, it, it was it was a rule instituted to, know, to say they're not they're not having sex all right, you're sitting on the bed, one foot's on the ground. Well, you're just casually sitting on the bed. Look, you okay, can't, but, Matt, but if 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 you were in a bed together, right, Matt? You're Wait, trying I'm on this side. <laughs> you're I'm trying, on this side. Who? You're on that side. There's a, easily like a foot in between us. Obviously, you're not having sex, Matt. You're trying to apply logic to the to dumbest generation the television yeah. standards yeah. council. And don't okay. forget, yeah, it, yeah you're this, also, was, this was Biden and Bernie's age, right? It's, it's not <laughs> yeah. like they, it, it's really funny because it's one of those bureaucratic things. It's not yeah. like they sat there and said, you can't show people fucking and said, you can't show them this close. One foot has to be there. They need to be wearing clothes. That, you know, it was, it was yeah. sort of like all okay. of these nit pixel bitching. Yeah. They were pixel bitching fucking <laughs> and came up with a list of rules that, when you look at it in its own context, makes no fucking sense. Kind of yeah. like the uh, comics code. And that's, yeah, this this <clears throat> isn't every even, code. Yeah, every this, behavioral code. This isn't even one of the more obscure, bizarre standards that they had for television. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole list. If you ever look it up, look at uh, television standards code. Uh, there, it goes by another name, which. Um, I can't Standards remember right off the top. Standards and practices? Uh, well, S&P was the, mm. with the, with the networks. That was their own self-policing. Okay. But um, there was a entertainment body that would come up with these standards that had to be followed across television. Uh, there's a huge list of them out there if you ever look it up. It's a fascinating read because they don't ever explain the reasoning behind it. 
you have to kind of interpret what they were going for with it. And then there are certain TV shows that would definitely push the boundaries. Or All in the Family for yep. a show that had a toilet flushing audio. Yep. Just the where? Where's Archie? Oh, he'll be down in a minute. Flush. Yep. And that was the big joke. People were laughing their asses off because it's like, ah, toilet flush. You know, it was just the sound of a toilet flush. Yeah. Just it's the like fu- Mary, Mary with children, same kind of thing. Star yeah. Trek with the 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 first toilet interracial flush. kiss, which oh. is is kind of a bizarre kiss if you actually watch the scene. It doesn't look like a a normal kiss, but that was a huge. It wasn't no-no. a normal kiss. Yeah. They were psychically forced, and yeah. Nichelle Nichols hated Shatner. <laughs> well, so, oh, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Um, she always tells a story that it was supposed to be her and Spock, and uh-huh. Shatner was like, "Oh no, if we're going to do the first interracial kiss. I want in on this action." But the way he like the way he looks up when he's kissing her, mm-hmm. like he's looking at the guy that forcing was, the, that was that was one of the no, things they no, added no, in no. because apparently they had <laughs> studio reps on the set while they were oh, filming yeah. it. And they kept saying, you can't do this. So they would have to redo the scene and and make all these little tweaks. And the shot that made it into the episode was not even the most sanitized version of it. But that was the one they finally approved. And Nichols, mm-hmm. and, and props to her, because despite what she feels about Shatner, she actually, I remember her talking about how they f- the the those they did the real people kiss. wanted to force them yeah. to do a non-kiss, a yeah. fake kiss. And Shatner fucked up every single take he yeah. made sure every single one of these sanitized shots was unusable yeah exactly so they had no choice but to go with the kiss they had nothing to work with because they did shoot like that an actual kiss kiss and because if i remember she says in her book you know with all of the you know issues she had with him she did say something like he's actually a very good kisser um but like they shot they shot an actual kiss. They said, you can't use that. So they reworked it, making it look like they were being psychically forced. They said, you can't use that shot. They you know, they did all these shots. And just like Kirsten said, he screwed them all up so they would have to use one. And then they, the, with him looking up, like you mentioned, was one of kind of the little caveats. They said, well, make it look like he's angry with them for making him do something. And, and I think Shatner was like, why would I be angry about kissing an attractive woman? Yeah. But, you know. So, yeah, it just, there's, that was just television in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Even into the early 70s, there were Crazy, those guys. some well, dude, strange, they're, they're still strange stuff. codes. I, I told you last week, I, I watched uh, Assault on Precinct 13 with, with Vernon, and there's a shot of a 11-year-old girl getting shot in the chest with, with blood <laughs> splashing out. And Vernon saw that, and he was like, what? He was stunned because you, you can't do that now. No. You can't. Uh, uh, Andy's friends, the Thompson Boys, who local filmmakers do a lot of short films, they did this interesting concept video about how a statement on, on how life is finite and you're always on some kind of edge. And basically, it had these these dressed in black figures who walked around with people holding guns to their heads. And they represented how fragile life was. And they had people with children, and they were holding guns to the heads of children. And Andy commented to the boys, it was like, boy, that was pretty bold. And they were like, yeah, we didn't know if we could get away with it. And they're just, 
They were, I mean, okay, it's a, it's a kid, but they were just holding the fucking gun, and it was a metaphoric statement and all that. But there, it was loaded for them. That was a really fucking loaded image. Yeah. So, people are weird. Yeah, fuck people. What, I, what, I, I did pull up the uh, 1959 codes of ethics practices. Uh oh. So, yep. so, so. Uh, I'm going to just read a oh, few shit. off. You're of, playing Jeff. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I'm already there. <laughs> uh, so, I'll, so, I'll, so I'll read some, uh, just a few the off there. I don't know if it's a good one. So, uh, illicit sex relations are not treated as commendable. That's uh, that's part E of the acceptability of program material. Well, shit, so much for my life story. Uh, <laughs> the administ- oh, I just, I just thought of another oh. one when you're done here. <laughs> The use of gambling devices or scenes necessary to the development of plot or as appropriate background is acceptable only when presented with discretion and in moderation and in a manner that would not excite interest in or foster betting nor be in instructional in nature. Telecasts of actual sports programs in which on-the-scene betting is permitted by law should be presented in a manner in keeping with federal, state, and local law. Hmm. Uh, I Love Lucy. When Lucy was pregnant on the TV show, she was not allowed to say, we're pregnant. They made her say, we're going to have a baby instead. That was another television. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, the standards of practice had said, you can't wow. say pregnant on TV, which how is something like everybody. Gotta, yeah. How the fuck did they defeat the fucking Nazis, man? <laughs> God, <laughs> with rules like this, man. Anyways. Dude, we didn't just beat the Nazis. We won the Cold War. Oh, that's debatable. <laughs> and then turned around and lost it again. That, that, yeah. that there's debatable. Well, Look around. Lose it or or we <laughs> handed it right to the Russians. Anyway, yeah. Todd, yes. And I'm still trying to find like oh. juicy ones. What's the oh. what's the sexual intercourse one where it's like you only do like one or two pumps or something like that? Uh boy, that must I be a Canadian. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, like no, he's, not he's, actually, but like in in the the motion of it. It's only like, like three or I think Matt's saying he's a two-pumper. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> Anyways, continue with your outdated, You know, one, w- one way to, to become a three or higher pumper, blowjobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. But he doesn't like those. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, okay. I love how this always goes back to that, which... Thank you, Andy. You, you're really giving Andy... Well, Props uh, for that? Uh, wow. Uh, no, that was my Matt voice. Oh. <laughs> Here's rule S. The use of horror for its own sake will be eliminated. The use of visual or aural effects that would shock or alarm the viewer and the detailed presentation of brutality or physical agony by sight or sound are not permissible. Hmm. That wow. obviously got thrown out the way because there's a couple movies now that are... Uh, here's V. Suicide is an acceptable solution for human problems is prohibited. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wow. Suicide is painless. Da, 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 da. And I can take or leave it if I please. There you go. Anything else, gentlemen? Jeez. Did I do anything geeky? Huh? I fell down a Lego. A Lego? Le- Lego? Lego. Let the toy. Let Lego. go my ego. Okay. No, Lego. Okay. Uh, it was Brickworks. You know the uh, alternative Lego that okay. works with other 
oh, what the hell did they call them? Snap together toys or something? It's funny how they avoided saying Lego. And uh, was just looking at the different things they got because, boy, oh, boy, kids, kids do not know how good they have it. Because you can buy, like, weapon packs that have, like, 150 different types of guns. What? Like, military arsenal type stuff. You can buy Lego uh, AR-15s, uh, uh, pistols, rocket launchers, stuff like that. What and, the hell? Yeah. yeah. Lego, did you stumble upon? I know. It's, it's brickworks. It's not actually Lego. Gotta fight the Avenger Lego. Lego somehow. But it, it all, uh. it all um, is compatible. And it was just, it was really funny because I was looking through all of that and I remember it and I totally, I totally lost track of my PDF because like 10, 15 years ago, I even discussed this on the show a long time ago. Some guy came up with rules for a game where you can build your own weapons and then rules for engaging in combat using these toys. And it was literally like make your bedroom into a battlefield and then set up your little Legos or your little figs to, to fight each other. And it gave you rules to have a little toy combat ro uh, war game. With your action figures. With your action figures. Huh. And I was looking at this Lego thing because he, he, he designed it so you could literally build your own. Uh, you could you could you know uh, mod stuff so you could create your own type of weapons and everything, and that made me that made me think of that because the Lego stuff was just hmm. awesome. They don't they didn't have much in the way of sci-fi. They had some they had little bit of what they called horror. They had fun fantasy stuff like different types of swords and weapons like that. Um, it was it was actually kind of cool, uh, but it was. It was it was an interesting hole to fall down. Huh. So and um, you know the action figure battles remind me of a game that's out there called Gasworks. Have you heard of this? Mm -mm. It is basically Mad Max style vehicle combat, but is done with Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars that you oh. uh, modify yeah. to add weapons to, and you put the armor on and so on. And there's wow. the, the book itself is very thin. They have it at War yeah. Room Games. But it gives you the whole rules on doing these huge table those car are, war battles. Those are so fun to get those kind of, it's just a little chapbook or a fucking pamphlet. And it's like, take your G.I. Joes or take your Star Wars figs or take your whatever the fucks and have a war game with them. And... Uh, and it was, it was really funny because the, the game I'm talking about, this guy was just like, yeah, you mess up the covers on your bed and that creates your mountainous terrain. And then you have rules for shooting over the mountain <laughs> and stuff like that. He really he really went deep in his rules work and stuff like that. And he codified what we did. Yes, yeah, and, and exactly. Added, it added rules. It, it, exactly. It was really, really fascinating. Huh. Um. And oh, it's one of those PDFs I downloaded forever ago, and it's somewhere, but I don't know where. So, but that was just really cool because I remember. Uh, I'm sad too because I had Lego Castle. They did a medieval castle in the early '80s, big yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, I had that, and my dad when I went to college, because you know, growing up now. And he sold it. He well, sold Sully's. it. Uh, he yeah. bought this for two hundred and fifty dollars. 
I'll give it to you, young man, for two dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, Profit. They're going for a couple hundred uh, bucks on eBay. I'm just like, oh, dude, god damn. And they got actually shitloads of. I didn't know they had so much Lord of the Rings stuff. You can buy orc regiments, yeah. uh, uh, Rohirrim squadrons, and tons of tons of shit like that. Uh, I was just like, damn. My mom sold my Castle Grayskull with the slime and everything. Oh, Jesus yep. Christ. I just love how they do And you know what? Yep. They sell it. You don't see the money. No. Well, I bought it for you. <laughs> oh, great. It's yeah, nice to know that my toys weren't my toys. They were leased to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, all the the beast, beast cats and all that, all yeah. of those. And I'm, I'm looking oh, at yeah. the toys that made us and the prices of some of those. I'm like, oh. Dude, I had a game of Risk. That was fucking beat to shit. I had every single corner of the box taped up. I mean, it was that beat to shit. The 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 dice were just fucking worn down at the edges because my friends and I played the ever loving fucking shit out of that game. Yeah, and he he found someone to sell that to. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> it's like how the hell do you sell that? It's like coming apart at the seams. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, and my mom's like, "Yeah, I told him. I don't think you want to do that." It's like, "Thanks, mom." Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway, I'm trying to think of what else parents have sold of mine <laughs> that are ridiculously expensive <laughs> yeah. now that are so rare you can't even find them now. Oh yeah, I know. It's you know, it's it's like the nightmare. About All the steel transformers. Remember the steel ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Had those. Not plastic, kids. Actual steel. Yeah, we play with those. You you smack <laughs> your brother over the head with that, you, you might go to jail. Yeah, shoot, I remember finding stuff at garage sales when I was a kid. Your stuff at garage sales? No, I mean, oh. I'm saying I remember finding things at garage sales that my my parents would buy for us because you know inexpensive, and you know don't know what's happened to them in the you know 40 years since, but. You see shows like uh, Toy Hunter or Toys That Made Us, and you look at it, and it's like, I had that. It was in mint condition. Yeah. That's worth how much well, now? Well, fuck, yeah. fuck. 250 grand. Andy, <laughs> I mean, you saw Andy's pictures. Yeah. That lucky oh, bastard. His dad saved everything. Those, he's got boxes full of shit that is just. Well, we can only hope that hopefully back. there's a like a pipe burst or something that just goes all over <laughs> just ruins our guts wow if we can if our parents sell ours okay we want a pipe burst fuck you too Andy <laughs> fuck you too <laughs> actually it's funny too because I think uh, I think the issue about some of that stored stuff was water damage uh-huh. there was well some of it smoke damage yeah it, oh because it because he said he opens the box and it smells like yeah right okay there you go. All right, good. You can't sell any of those. <laughs> Perfect. All right, excellent. I couldn't believe wow. how many boxes of, like, Happy Meal toys and... The Happy Meals. And, and He's got a... Yeah. He's got a museum there. And a lot of them were still in their yeah. original pillow packs. Yeah. You know, there's money in those. Mm-hmm. On some of them, yeah. yeah. Some of them were yeah. this, but, like... Uh, um, no, someone will buy. There'll, there'll be a buyer for that. That's I remember a, when I was at McDonald's, they had the Batman the Animated Series... Toys. Those are apparently worth money now. Oh, they um, would be. There was also like a brief time where they had Back to the Future, uh, like animated series. They had toys of those at McDonald's and and the Taco like, Bell Phantom Menace. Yeah, no, no, no. 
But yeah, uh, yeah the, some really. of those, yeah, some of those are worth some really nice money now. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's yeah. get into the show. How about some Holy news shit. you don't give a shit about? What was that like an hour of talking? Uh, getting close. We do that now. Getting close. I, See, I, this I, is why we we can wing it. The first half is who needs structure. The first half is unstructured. The second half is structure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that's what none I of s- that is factual in any sense yeah, of the word. That's what I say <laughs> on all my dates. <laughs> the infamous raid on Area 51 took oh, place yeah. in Nevada this weekend. The participants who held a party outside of Air Force Base's front gate lived to tell the tale. One individual even took the Facebook event's description quite literally by Naruto running in the background of a live report in the desert from Joe Bartles of KTNV in Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, great footage, if you can that see it. That was so funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Especially uh, when people add the Naruto effects on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so goddamn funny. Uh, sadly, not everyone is enjoying the funny games of the raid, uh, which some assumed would yield little or no turnout. According to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Lincoln County, in which Area 51 is located, is looking to bring legal action against the event's organizers, uh, Maddie Roberts and Brock Daly, as well as Facebook itself. In addition to possible compensation, the county is seeking the crime for disrupting the local peace can be worth a year in jail and a fine of $2,000. Oh, well, what? All of nine people that live in Rachel? Uh, it's, uh, an exact number is 56. Oh, sorry, 54. Oh, 54 okay. people oh, okay. live in Rachel, Nevada. Okay. So it doesn't take much to disturb that peace. No, you Man. show up. What is going on? Now, if if you and three friends show up, you have added a, a percentage it's a gang to that moving population. In. There's a gang moving in. Three people from Vegas showed up. <laughs> uh, Roberts had also planned a musical festival called Alien Stock, which he later canceled due to a number of mitigating fire festival-esque factors. There's no infrastructure in Rachel and no resources. There's, there's nothing in Rachel. The Hill reported on how dozens of people were setting up camp in the Nevada desert, mainly near the small town of Rachel, uh, which is located within Lincoln County. Uh, Most folks are still referring to the general gathering as alien stock, and Lincoln County is afraid it will happen again next year. Oh, it's going to. (laughs) It's It's going to be be an annual thing. It's going to be even bigger, and it's going to be an annual thing, yeah. You see the article of the prostitute? I'm I'm, I'm sorry? I'm trying to find the... The, the 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 nice term and the I local totally girl who works Area 51 like what <laughs> she calls herself the Area 69 girl she works at Moonlight Bunny Ranch or the one outside of Reno are you being serious yeah okay. she her room is all alien themed okay she has alien music playing she has uh, the lights all set up and it's all decorated in this Area 51 type theming and uh, please tell me three boobs. I think oh. they're called courtesans. Courtesan? Courtesan. Yeah, I don't. I think that's what they call themselves. I guess so. Yeah, okay. Um, Courtesan is more the Victorian term, I guess. Yeah, I like but that. I think that's what they, I think that's what not, they officially call nice themselves now. Dignified. Okay. Um, Get your ass to Moss. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, she was talking about she was going to make bank off of... The uh, neckbeards, no way, they're gonna spend off money of on Area 51 <laughs> because of the whole, the whole, her whole uh, motif. Okay, but that's a um, long way from I know yeah. it was sort of like whatever, but she, she actually, she actually does well. She said that uh, when this article was written last week, she'd already hit uh, six figures for September. 
Oh. So. Wow. She's doing all right. She's doing just fine. And she's cute. She's cute. She's found herself a niche. Yeah. You know what? Well, there's an alien-themed one right. north of Pahrump. Uh, yeah, but that's quote-unquote alien-themed. That's right. Just, yeah. That's... You know, and ice broke it up, and it's... it's, it's you know, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Johns were separated from their from their girls and put into detention centers oh, and Jesus. given away to Christian families for a good upbringing. And, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Todd, really? You're covering your face? Why? <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, God, I love it. I love it. This it is hurts. This is Jose. He didn't just here. step over the line. He <laughs> leapt over that line. He took a running leap. I at said, it. "Fuck the did line." He, did he in row two run right through the line? I, I peed <laughs> yes. on it. I peed on the line. Oh, this is your line. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, I actually do remember a geeky thing I did. I'm sorry, Todd. No, bring it on. Uh, really? Well, I'm about to say it, and I and all of a sudden I'm I'm ready to choke. Okay, Andy. Uh, I did. Um, I I was like, I just okay. Let me back up. Yeah, back up a little <laughs> there, bit. There's so a back up there's, all of there's 30 a, Long story short, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a friend who periodically posts on Facebook how angry she gets at how the men disrespect her on Tinder. And I finally was like, I want to know what this tender thing is like. So I set no, up don't. a tender. Shit. I set up a tender. Did you now? Yes. This is good. It was Hold really let funny. Me, let, me, let me get comfortable here. <laughs> um, it's ah. really funny, too. Um, you may not remember. Uh, how would you? It, it's one of, my, one of my profile pictures I've used on Facebook. Um it uh i'm at a i'm at a party and i got that kirsten look on my face the, that kirsten swagger the, the kirsten sort the, of the, the side frown yes the side frown yes <clears throat> i use that picture um i'm on the free thing so your age is up there you have to pay to get your age removed that's hilarious and then i put up wow, uh right not interested in long term i just want to see what's out i just you know put some stuff up there <clears throat> And then I started the swipes, <laughs> and um, man, oh man, a Shevitz. There's tons of uh, 420 friendly, and if you smoke, I do too. But there's also a metric shit ton of looking for an arrangement. Uh, I'm looking for a man who will take care of me. And yep. by take care of me, I mean pay my rent and, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, wow. And I start getting messages. And it's funny because uh, it states my age, 53, right on there. And I'm getting messages from 19, 20, 21. And the vast majority of them are just are go around to that. One goes like, how you doing, sweetie? And I'm like, wow, you're incredibly beautiful. And she's like, well, thank you. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we're messaging back and forth. She's like, I'm just looking for a man who'll take care of me. And I'm like, what, what, uh, how did I phrase it? I wasn't too crass or straightforward. I was like, uh, what do you need taken care of? That's what I said. Because it kind of had an innuendo, you know? Oh, yeah, maybe, sure, sure. maybe, <laughs> maybe we could go. Yeah. And she was like, well, I mean, like. Here's my water bill, rent bill, blah, blah. <laughs> she was like, I mean, someone who can pay my rent. But most guys can't afford that. 
So, you know, pay for my trips to the nail salon, pay for my hair. And I was like, oh, honey, well, I can't, I can't right now, but you're not going to have any tr She was. She was smoking. It's really well, weird. Let's see. It's like, Get the phone. Why, in the, why in the hell I mean, she does she even need Tinder? That was a lot of it. There were a lot of club girls. I love to go to clubs. And then all of their pictures in, in, in their profile, because you can have multiple pictures, are them in club dress like they're about to fucking go out. And it's just like, it isn't getting laid what clubs are all about? I don't understand why they need Tinder to do the thing that they're supposed to be doing when they get to the club. So the whole thing was just incredibly, oh, there, one was really funny. Uh, <laughs> there's a girl from Turo on there and i was like oh. yep i can't i can't swipe right with that one that'll get my ass in the sling you should have just to see what happened oh fuck no i i'm not even gonna so so here's here's the the here's miss uh here's miss pay my rent and uh she's she's just a petite little thing i need a and, closer look <laughs> and fine 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 Okay. Um, and, yeah. and, 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 and there were so many there. I'm a college student and I'm just looking for an arrangement, you know, stuff like that. It, it, it metric ton of that type huh. of thing. And it was, it's just like, I, I get these messages, you know, Sonia messaged you. And, uh, it's like, Hey love, how you doing? I'm, I'm just, I was writing one of my blogs. And I'm like, I'm just sitting here at the computer, right? Well, would you like some company tonight? And I'm like, oh, well, um, where would we meet? And she's like, at your place. And I'm, I'm thinking that the house is a wreck and Duncan's upstairs. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can't have anybody here. And she's like, well, get a room. And I'm like, holy, uh, I can't, honey. I, I'm not going to be able to do that. And boop, she like vanished. But... Um, it yeah. was, Sounds dude, right. it was, it's, and it's really funny because this one mutual friend on Facebook is constantly complaining about how she's being treated like a whore and like she's just there for sex. And I'm, and I'm like, I think bad treatment is wrong. And she's screenshot and shown some of the conversations she's had. And those motherfuckers can get rude. Sure. But at the same time, Tender it it uh, uh, man it really just comes across as it's a terrible platform. Yeah, it, it truly is. It's so funny. I'll tell Vernon about this too. I'll be like, "Oh, I got one telling me to get a room right now," and he's like, "Dude, you're playing with fire." It's like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to no, dude. What the hell am I going to pay them with? Life <laughs> advice, you know, Speckled. exclusive pictures of Kit. <laughs> there's, 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 that's, you know, there's that. no way I'm gonna afford any of this. I couldn't even afford a fucking room at the at Sunset Station, much less anything else. But it's, it's also, it's funny because I'm thinking, man, oh man, if I had the money, oh, you could, you could if do I some had damage. the money, you could, I, some, I wouldn't be on Tinder. It's so funny because it's like, if if I had the money for this. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so it, it the whole thing just mystifies the fuck out of me. Sure. It is weird. It is so weird. So anyway, 
I forgot to mention my uh, my tender life. So that's 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 amazing. So I hope you guys enjoy. That was it. awesome. Sure. You're great. <laughs> you're a great social experiment, huh? Yes, that exactly. Awesome. That's my social life. It's an experiment conducted safely from the confines of my bedroom, alone, with the lights off. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Tinder is known for connecting people romantically. <laughs> I am not fucking kidding. This was my next goddamn story. Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. I am serious. No, you're not. Let me see. <laughs> right there in the bottom, Matt. Holy fuck, you serious. <laughs> this is amazing right now. This is amazing. Did something happen like that last last show too? <laughs> something. Yes. The prognosticating K. Tinder is known for connecting people romantically, but the dating app has been working on a choose-your-own-adventure series this entire time. It's been so secretive that the show is all ready to be streamed online next month. Consisting of six episodes, the still-untitled project, quote, is set against an impending apocalypse. One of the insiders noted and asked the question, who would you spend your last night with, unquote. The show will upload directly to the Tinder app, and users will be able to swipe right or left, the service's basic function of approving or denying a potential love match, to advance the plot as they see fit, reads Variety's description. Directed by, directed by music video alum Karina Evans, the series recently finished shooting in Mexico City. While it will first debut on Tinder, the show's producers are reportedly thinking about bringing it to a traditional streaming fl- platform like Netflix. That being said, the Experimental Entertainment, which runs just over two hours and is codenamed Project X, was made to be viewed vertically on a smartphone. The whole thing was shot for around $5 million and stars, quote, up-and-coming actors, unquote. That's actually... Um, I hate vertical video. I really do. an interesting little idea. It is. I, 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 I kind of choke saying it, but it is. <laughs> That's interesting. So oh. I'm glad someone here has a Tinder account so they can actually there you report go. back I'll on this. I'll be able to report. <laughs> <laughs> Geek shock reporter on scene. I'll, I'll, I'll change my profile to say that. And so when the ladies text you, you can say, I'm just here for the choose your own adventure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And with me, you're choosing your own adventure. But uh, you know what? It's funny. You mentioned that and doing the series on Tinder, which is in of itself hilarious. I watched the uh, What Happened, the Movie Pass documentary that was recommended to us. Yes. Oh, on the, the Monkey Splat one? Yeah. Um, it was. It really didn't talk about selling data. It was really funny. But it did go into a bunch of other things. And <laughs> it, it's weird, dude, because it was one of those things of this is how we get started, but we want to do other things. And they were talk, They were thinking of, like, streaming. <laughs> Get let's get a knowing nod from Matt, but it was like a streaming service, and they were thinking of getting in the movies. And in fact, there were a couple movies that were majority owned and produced by Movie Pass. Oh, wow. uh, Travolta's Gotti, remember that movie? Yeah. yeah, that actually was one of them. Holy shit! Um, but um, their movies didn't do very well. But that was one of the ventures that they were expanding into. So it was actually, it was really fascinating uh, to see that. So there was a whole bunch of things that they, they, they had thought, but a lot of it was spaghetti thrown against the wall. It wasn't a real uh, arcing plan. So it was kind of, 
It was kind of interesting. Hmm. Kind of interesting. Nice. News you don't give a shit about. NBC Universal's foray into the streaming wars is coming. Yeah, don't give a shit. It's called Peacock. <laughs> I gave it. Take that back. I give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Playing off NBC's classic logo, it will be an ad-supported service and launches April of 2020. While that's in their near future, the big push, according to chairman and direct-to-consumer and digital enterprises Bonnie Hunt, uh, Bonnie Hammer, will come with July's Olympics. Quote, nobody but NBCU and Peacock has it. Uh, Hammer said in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Are they really going to um, ransom off the, uh, or not ransom off, didn't hostage they, the Olympics they for fucking, their streaming didn't service? Didn't they fucking spectacularly fail with the Olympic pay-per-view? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, you said at, yes, yeah, sorry, that was me. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if it was, I was like, wow, that food is really sitting hard with you, isn't it, Matt? That was my, <laughs> and I was like, And then I looked over and I'm like. No, the mic's not close enough for him to actually yeah. be heard. Uh, there. I, was, <laughs> I was trying to speak, and it just... Yeah. Um, a little part of me died. Uh, <laughs> uh, where the fuck was I? Oh, I you, said, you said ad-supported. Yes. Are they doing like a Hulu-type thing where you have a free streaming service, but you got to deal with ads? Or you, you Honestly, I don't know enough of that yeah, to answer that question. No, it's not even fucker. free, Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's like the cheaper version. Cheaper. Okay. Nah. All right. Among popular exclusive offerings like Parks and Recreation and The Office... Peacock will launch with shows like Bates Motel. <laughs> I don't know why I love hearing you say that every time, Peacock. <laughs> you know, because it has those two shows, it's going to do well. Sure. Battlestar, Gal Fuck! Battlestar Galactica. Psych and dozens of non-genre comedies and dramas in its back catalog. The film lineup at launch includes sci-fi, fantasy, and horror standbys like Back to the Future, E.T., Jaws, and the Fast and Furious franchise. Back to the Future, Jeff D. I heard. Uh, what about the new? Well... That's led by one of the more exciting announcements of the day, a new Battlestar Galactica yeah. yep. from Mr. Robot creator Sam Esmail. Uh, while Ron Moore's version gave Glenn A. Larson's 70 series a critically acclaimed facelift, Esmail's will similarly keep the world of the 12 colonies fresh and modern. His Battlestar Galactica will not be rebooting Moore's version from 2000s. Quote, uh, BSG fans, this will not be a remake of the amazing series that Ron launched because why mess with perfection? There you go. Instead, we'll explore a new story within that mythology while staying true to the spirit of Battlestar. But you're flying in space. Battlestar Pegasus. You're flying in space fighting fucking robots. What in the motherfuck do you need? You don't need anything else. You're done. You're good. Go. Go. <laughs> Vipers and and raiders and and woo, woo, woo with the with the with lights on the ass. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, thank you. But um, yeah, just you know, just you're fighting robots. You can't get any more sci-fi than that. I, I love. We've we've had the last two articles about streaming. Uh, I was just reading an article yesterday about how back in 2000, uh, Blockbuster Video could have bought Netflix for like $50 million. Yes. Uh, it's a fascinating read. I, I guess when they went into the meeting, the CEO basically thought their asking price was a joke. And instead of even like doing a, a bartering and maybe trying to get it lower, they basically just ended the meeting. Oh. <laughs> and 
you know, we all know how that worked out. Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. Oopsie. Wait a minute. Except for that one franchise location. Blockbuster thought Netflix 50 million asking price was too high and yes. they wanted to go lower? Yes. <laughs> well, they they didn't even try to get them, you know, right, like a counter right. offer. They just they just Fuck thought that the platform in general was a joke. Mm-hmm. So, uh Well, you know what? Uh when they go in with that attitude, yeah. They they, they wouldn't have gone in this direction. Yeah, there are little so. things like, you know, the you know, the guys that started Netflix, you know, they're in the meeting and they look at like the CEO of Blockbuster shoes and they realize the guy's shoes are more expensive than like the car that one of them owned and and how like everything about the Blockbuster headquarters was to, was designed to kind of hit you over the head with how successful this company was and and just like flaunting their success and their wealth and then, you know, just a few years later, they're, they struggle to even, you know, make sales in their stores and, you know, go bankrupt. So, but, yeah, it's, hey, a, it's a fascinating read. Let it be a lesson to us all. Absolutely. Wayne Huizinga, uh, Huizinga, whatever his name. Bazinga? Destroyed the Miami Dolphins. Oh, shit. So, anyway. Now, the no. new Mouse Dog Alaska isn't the only the series coming to Peacock. Uh, true crime drama, Dr. Death, starring Alec Baldwin, Jamie Dornan, and Christian Slater. Uh, a dystopian adaptation of Brave New World with Demi Moore and Al- uh, Alden Eidrich. Uh, mystery, One of Us is Lying. Uh, Telemundo show, Armas de Major, which joins thousands of hours of Spanish-language content. And limited series, Angeline, join a bevy of comic book content. Uh, like Rutherford Falls, co-created by The Good Places, Mike Shore, that will launch with the service. Uh, while stateside service will begin its launch in April, details on pricing or specific launch date are not yet available. <clears throat> did I read an article that uh, the guys who, people, the people who did Good Place are now doing a bad place? I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't run I didn't across know that information. I didn't know if that was a parody uh, it sounds like a parody. It sounded very parody, but it 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 looked like no, no, we're serious. So, but I I I don't care. I so I didn't look into it. Deep. I suppose it's possible. I mean, the the season that premieres on At Thursday of this week is okay. the final season, so they're ending with season four. Oh. So maybe they're oh shirt sure. planning on going into a different yeah. That's an inside reference. What the fork? I know, yeah. <laughs> She did that well. She did she that really well. She really played well. that incredibly That's, well. All of the actors yeah, yeah. in that series yeah. are just phenomenal. I mean, I, I, I seriously think it's some of Ted Danson's best work ever. Right. I truly do. Weekend Geek! Yeah! Matt, do you, are, do, you, do you see a ghost? or? <laughs> oh, see where the cat was. Uh, he's still outside. Not rolling around. Yeah, really. Look at how cute I am. Wow, 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 wow. I'll take a look for him. Mike Renauts has found a director. Oh, shit, I'm staying. Dean DeBlois. Uh, huh? Dean DeBlois, the filmmaker behind the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy, uh, uh, will write and direct a live, right. his first right. live-action film based on the miniature sci-fi toys. Again, this is DeBlois' live-action debut. Uh, details scarce for now. DeBlois or DeBlois? DeBlois. Because DeBlois... That that's that's actually cool. <laughs> Yo, I'm Mr. Du Bois. Yeah. Not hey, to uh, blow. 
Well, not for you. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> <laughs> is it Dublow or Dublow? Oh, yeah. Dublow or Dublow? Dublow. Dublow. Like ploy. Dublow. Yes. Okay. Well, it's you, so we got to... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> can't ar- I can't argue. He could be Mr. Linoleum. You don't know. Uh, details are scarce for now. Current buzz is that it's a family-friendly story centering on a group of intergalactic explorers. Uh, the Micronauts film is set for June 4th, 2021 release. Uh, we lost a few this week. Uh, Sid Haig. Yeah has died at the age of 80. Haig, who made Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses, an iconic figure in the horror world, was also a longtime TV villain in genre shows like Batman, Get Smart, Mission Impossible, Charlie's Angels, Jason of Star Command, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, and more. His film career ba- began similarly, uh, with blaxploitation role- roles and supporting turns in Roger Corman and Jack Hill, horror, noir, and sci-fi, adding up to more than 50 film appearances. Uh, George, Luke's, George Lucas's THX 1138 and Sean Connery's penultimate James Bond outing, Diamonds Are Forever, are standouts among films like Bloodbath and Galaxy of Terror and Beyond Atlantis. After revitalizing his career thanks to House of a Thousand Corpses and teaming twice with Quentin Tarantino in Jackie Brown and Kill Bill Volume 2, yep. Haig did a run of horror films well-skewed for his newfound fandom, including Hatchet 3, Death House, and Night of the Living Dead 3D. While Haig was meant to star in Rob Zombie's latest, Three from Hell, as it was continuing the story of Spaulding's Firefly family, the director recently revealed that because of health issues, Haig needed to be replaced for the majority of the film by actor Richard Brake. Uh, Haig's final appearance will be in the upcoming horror film Abruptio. Also, we lost Aaron Eisenberg. Yeah. The actor who played Ferengi Nog on Star Trek Deep Space Nine passed away at the age of 50. Uh, born with just one kidney and did not uh, one that did not operate at full capacity, Eisenberg struggled with organ failure throughout his life and received two transplants, one at the age of 17 and one at the age of 46. Uh, Eisenberg began his acting in the late 1980s with genre projects like Amityville, The Evil Escapes, and The Horror Show. Aside from his career-defining role in Deep Space Nine, he also appeared in Tales from the Crypt, Puppet Master 3, Toulon's Revenge, The Secret World of Alex Mack, Star Trek Voyager, Paradoctal Women from Beverly Hills, and Star Trek Renegades. Yeah, he um, he was one of the uh, the actors that uh, was at the experience a few Quite a times. Bit. Yeah, uh, in fact, even uh, Doctor Vlarg had uh, had dinner with him one time in there. So um, super nice guy. He was very cool. Um, very humble about his whole role in deep space nine like it was a role that truly meant something to him uh it wasn't just another you know acting gig for him um sid was in deep space Nine. no aaron eisenberg oh that's uh, what i get for yeah, going Jeff, to ken andrew k stepped away for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yes he, he died knocked, knocked i know um to go in the bathroom and swipe left um, I, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah just just actually saw him at the uh, the Star Trek convention. Uh, you know what struck and a half what ago. struck me, Jeff? The 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 documentary we went and saw. Yes. Um, 
he looked like hell. Yes. He looked awful. He he really did. I was actually kind of shocked that they 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 showed him looking like that. He's but, battled but, with health problems all his life. But didn't he look better yes. at the convention? I thought he I looked better. I saw him at the convention yep. and I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck they did on the documentary, but he's doing all right. He looked a lot better." Well, they shot a lot of that documentary what two almost 3 years ago. Yeah. Because it's it's taken him a while to get it, you know. Was was that like at a high point in his problems or, or well, whatever he, he was going through? He was he he was fifty, and his most recent transplant was forty six. Right? Is that what you said in the forty eight? Yeah, forty seven years old. Forty seven. So oh. that would have been around mm. that time. So mm. it's possible that that was right before the transplant or right after. So he mm. was still battling back. Um, but yeah, just. Uh, just a genuinely nice guy. I didn't have a lot of direct interaction with him, but uh, you know, I did have some limited interaction. The with aliens him and, loved him. Yeah, him absolutely. And uh, uh, Lita. No. Oh. Who's the uh, not not Armin, but um, the is the other Rom? fucking yeah. What's his name? Shit. God damn it! Uh, anyway, um, the, the the aliens really liked really liked them. It it, it really did seem like the Ferengi, especially, uh, were very friendly and and really was. <laughs> it was a brotherhood. <laughs> Look at it, Jeff. No. Look at it. Look at it. When when you started petting him, his ass went towards me. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah, Look Matt, at it. yeah, Matt, get that out of here. Yeah. Matt, get that out of here. Who wants no, to no, see no. that, Matt? <laughs> kid no one is, wants kid, to see it, Jeff. Kid is flaunting his ass in front of 80's face. <laughs> and 80's face was just like, well, really? He, You've he never was, seen that before? He was in the process of moving past me, but then Kirsten reached over to pet him. Yeah. So he stopped, he stopped. And then he shoved his ass towards me. And I was and like, now um, he's hello. wiping his, yes. his tail all yep. over Matt's drink. <laughs> Uh, that that's you can take that away now. <laughs> yeah. He fucking knows. Look at him. He's like this yeah. guy's deathly allergic. Let me go bother him. They can tell if you and don't like him. Eighties doesn't like me. Let me go show him the hole. I don't have one feeling about him one way or the other. I don't like or dislike him. Brown star ain't so brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got some crumbs on there. Yeah, well, you know what? That. I think those are like glands or something because okay. those are always there. Yeah. But uh, have a gander at that ruby star fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Max Gredenchik is who you were trying oh, to think Max, of. Oh, Max, that's right. Yeah, Max. Um, Max and Aaron. Uh, well, the the whole Cork family. Um, yeah. Armin, Max, uh, Aaron, and uh, uh, Chase Masterson. Yeah. All of them were very, very friendly with all of us at well, the experience. Yeah, so, Chase's. I mean, Chase's. She's uh, she's great with the fans. She's yeah. just everybody. She gives everybody uh, equal attention. It's amazing. So yeah, it's 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 a sad sad loss. Um, Fifty is just too young. Yeah. It really is. And that post from uh, what what's her name? Melissa? Malisa? Mo, uh, Mo, I think it's Malisa. Malisa or. Maurice, uh, yeah, his wife. He they yeah. got married um, quietly, quietly back in December. Um, they were planning a big wedding, but 
you know, with his health issues as well as uh, other things, they don't have much money left. So they were just kind of. If, know, if the show stops suddenly, it's because. Kit's, Kit's standing, on the, standing board. on the board. Well, you you waved him over to you, so that's your fault. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, it's very sad. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Um, he was he was a really good guy, and you know, you, we can't. I mean, for for us at the experience, we can't stress. Uh, Robert Picardo was great. Um, you know, Susie Plaxon. Uh, and her visits were great. The uh, the the Lursa, Lursa sisters, the uh, Duras, uh, Duras sisters, <laughs> the Duras sisters. Uh, but really, the DS9 crowd, and in particular, the Ferengi, were yeah. really generous with their time, their attention, their consideration. Um, did, and you were deal, also- did you ever deal with Crazy Avery or what? No, 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 no. Well, and yeah, and no. The, the other. The flip side of that is they were really appreciative of what we were doing. Yes, uh, not just yeah. in you know the ride and the the floor aliens, but even us in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know the, ple- the plebes, if you will. You know <laughs> we were just there to serve food and sling drinks. But I, I specifically remember Armin telling me one time how much he really appreciated appreciated all the time and effort we put in to make Quarks feel like. The corks that he knew, yeah. Even though he knew his was fake and this one was real, and um, he went around one time when he was there to every single employee and thanked them for wow. all their hard work. And then on his way out, told me he's like, Jeff, would you make sure if I missed anybody that you tell them how much I appreciate that? And Max was like that too. Max yeah. is like, you guys are just amazing. I mean, you live this every single day. You know, we had breaks in between shooting schedules, and you guys are here like you know, 365 days well, out of the year. And so. it wasn't even just there; the experience. Right. They would. St- I remember a group of us would be just walking down the fucking halls at the convention, and Max would stop us and he'd say, "Where are you guys going? Uh, what's going on tonight?" Uh, you know, and you know, he he'd be he'd be totally there to to find out what we were doing to see if it was you know worth hanging out. Usually yep. wasn't, but yeah. <laughs> but um, it, hang out on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, it, gotta catfish it, the uh, yeah. <laughs> the girls looking for there well, you that, go. That's rules of acquisition, whatever, right? That's yeah. right. Catfish the uh, professionals. It was uh, they were they were always they were always great. Yep. And and everybody spoke fondly of Aaron. So I just yeah. Well, death is sad. So and that's. I find it kind of eerie that in that documentary, his character is the one they killed off. Yeah, and then the actual actor dies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. I saw. Yeah, I thought of that too. Actually, oh. I think. Well, now they don't have to fix that one. <clears throat> Google has announced a game subscription service of its own, aiming to compete with Apple Arcade, which launched last week. Google Play Pass will include hundreds of games under a similar pricing plan. The $4.99 a month service, $1.99 a fan signed up before October 10th, offers five shared logins rather than six and no exclusive games, but the idea is the same. Gamers can stream favorites to their device from the Google library. According to The Hollywood Reporter, fan-favorite games like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Stardew Valley, and more are available at launch with new titles coming each month. The mobile service will lead up to Google's game service Stadia, 
which aims to make the game streaming an industry standard upon its November launch with the claim of bringing AAA games to anything that can run Google Chrome. Yeah, I was just going to say, is that related to Stadia? But then you answered the, the question. Is that so. related to Stadia? Uh, no, I, I don't know. Something, something called Stadia? Shit. Uh, I don't know. Shit. Apple Stadia. Shit. Amazon's version of Dark Tower has found its director in Predator 2's Stephen Hopkins. A veteran of genre in film and television, Hopkins is also known for helming projects like A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, and Lost in Space movie from 1998, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, and the pilot for Fox's 24. Often considered to be King's magnum opus, the Dark Tower novel tells the story of a lone gunslinger roaming the fantasy wasteland of another dimension with the intention of reaching the eponymous tower, which is both physical and abstract. Many of the lofty concepts found in the books have found their way into the writer's other unrelated works, giving rise to a connected literary universe that King has become famous for. Those aren't very good movies. Uh, they're not the tip top. Uh, yeah, they, they they really they were like, we could ask this guy. No, let's we'll start cheap and work our. Oh, he said yes. All right, cool. Predator two, it's all Nightmare, right. Nightmare on Elm Street five, which is again probably my least favorite of the Nightmare on uh-huh. Elm Streets. Frankly, I don't remember you talking about Dream Child very much. No, no, it's it's not great. Yeah. So yeah, pilot for twenty. Although that, you know what, that's what kind of brought me back. That kind of brought me back. That's a little bit. That that that's uh, and that's a well, shit. God, twenty four was forever ago. It really does seem. Is that his most recent thing? No, no, no. There's just some of it. But he's got that. He's got that. So this is what people probably know him best for. You know, um, but I'm sure he's got TV credits up the wazoo. God, I wish they would cast someone who was very Clint Eastwood like. Because that's who the gunslinger is, you know, inspired by. Yeah. And it'd just be great if they... <clears throat> Although, you know, no shots against Idris, because... You could do like a Josh Brolin. Yeah. You could. Jonah yeah. Hex, Western Lake. Jonah yes. Hex without the scars. Yes. Yeah, yeah I accept that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That actually. would work. All right. Good job, Matt. Yeah. You fixed that problem. Good quick. job. Perfect. Canadian me... know-how. socialism village road show pictures has optioned an environmental horror novel dust dan burke and robert olson will adapt charles pellegrino's 1998 novel for the screen dust tells the story of paleobiologist richard sinclair learning that a series of random episodes are symptoms of a chain reaction caused by the world's insects dying off so Sinclair and a group of scientists try to save the world before it's too late. Uh, I'm bringing this up mostly because I read this book back when it came out in 98. And when I read it, I'm like, this is going to be made in a movie someday. Because this is a, a fun concept I really haven't seen played with. I've seen plenty of end-of-the-world scenarios, but not this one. This one's it's the whole insects dying thing off ends up with a very, very frightening idea of, mm. what, would, of what would happen next wow. as oh, to yeah. the things the insects eat. I know. The, well, the cats wouldn't have any insects. Oh, yeah. What are they going to bat around? Shit. Matt's toe? Yeah, really. You know? 
Well, I mean, yeah. No, Jeff's face? No insects, no microbes. You don't have a way to grow <laughs> crops. So, yeah, it's like there it's all go. connected. You're fucked. Um, the book made me appreciate insects. I will say that. I wow. swear I saw something in sci-fi where, like, um, they were talking about a, a planet that was completely devoid of life, and it was something along the lines of... Mars? Like, even when even... Venus? No. Mercury? Anyway, <laughs> when even like at life forms at the microscopic level were killed off, then you know the higher life forms started dying off too because they simply just broke the chain. Couldn't do well, anything. Y- you need it. It's like yeah. it's like the um, the algae that consumed all the carbon dioxide and exhaled oxygen. Yeah. That's ultimately where we came from. Right. So if there's no fucking algae doing that, this place is still a, a CO2 hothouse like Venus. Right. Um, there, I read an article about a, a recent theorizing that Venus actually might have been habitable habitable at one point, and something happened to release a metric shit ton of CO2 in the air. Of course, my anarcho-capitalist friends will say that's just a science conspiracy to, you know, take our guns. But... Um, <laughs> Listen, Beto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, Beto. <laughs> it, it, it was really funny because there was like so they think that there was some kind of catastrophe on Venus. Although Venus is a fucked up planet anyway. Yeah. I mean, any planet where their day is longer than their year, and they rotate opposite the rest of the solar system. Sure. And if you're hotter than the planet closest to the sun, you're fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Really. You know. Although it's still pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. Swipe right, <laughs> spin for me, baby. Spin. You saw Venus, and you're like, "Yep, yeah, baby, that's Ooh, right." Oh, I like the ones that spin yeah, the other part way. Part those clouds, and God, God sweetie. damn it, Uranus just messaged me. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, and, left. Uh, Jeff is having to deal with Uranus or Kit's anus. <laughs> Kit's anus. Is that, is that a moon around Uranus? Kit's anus. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one time as uh, as uh, Castran. Some uh, asshole at the bar at Quarks was just like, <clears throat> so, uh, hey, hey, moons around Uranus? And I had actually prepped a whole load of, well, actually, uh, a lot of telescopes noticed that there were w- rings around Uranus. Um, and uh, that uh, they commented that Uranus is actually very gassy. And, and I just, I had this thing that I just went on and on. Boy, I... I went too far. Oh. Yeah, the guy really looked like shit, and his friends were even like, wow, will this? when is this guy leaving? You know, <laughs> so I went a little too far, but I, I don't, did. Don't ha- poke the Trek characters, yeah, man. Yeah, I did have fun, you know, initially. I Yeah. <laughs> ah, memories. Yes, Todd, anyway. Oh, no, go on about Uranus. <laughs> well... I know that the 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 the, the non fans were always trying to crack the stupid jokes like the the constant uh, the Klingons around Uranus thing, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yep, haven't heard that one." Sick circle today. Uranus in search of Klingons. Yeah. It is. It's actually a good joke. Come on, it's not. It's bad. just that the, everybody just thinks that they're everybody original. Yeah, I know they're the first ones that did it. You weren't. <laughs> I know, and they're loving themselves for it. There were some yep. physicists one time. Oh, shit. And they were talking uh, about new physical, they were talking about new particles. And so I just was like, well, here on Earth, I've been focusing on one particular particle, the moron. And <laughs> they all fucking left. 
They laughed. So that was oh, cool. They said left. They, oh, laughed. they said left. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they all fucking left. You're yeah. sitting there with your hand in your... You know, it's, uh, funny. it's funny you mention that because... <laughs> one of, uh, there's so many things that I loved about working at Trek, but one of them was getting actual freaking scientists from around yeah. the world to come and talk science at the bar. Mm-hmm. And to understand what they're talking about and, number- and just be fascinated. And I'm like, there's some hope out there. There's a glimmer of hope that for the future. The number of them who cited Star Trek is yes. getting them into science. Exactly. Those guys that I was talking to talked about how Star Trek got them. They, they watched Star yeah. Trek and they wanted to be astrophysicists. Yep. They wanted to be physicists because of fucking Star Trek. I love that one of the guys, uh, he used to come in, and um, his name escapes me right now, but he worked for JPL, and he, he I came in one day with the, the, one of the shirts that says, as a matter of fact, yes, I am a rocket scientist, <laughs> and I lost my shit because I, think, I knew who it was, mm-hmm. and I was just, I was completely blown away that, number one, that he found that shirt and that he actually wore it. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's being weird. Kit. Yeah, oh, Kit? Yeah, no, he's he's uh, jonesing. He's ready to go out and play again. Yeah. No, he just Matt's came right, in from outside. Matt's right here, Kit. Well, he came in for a snack. Nice. Ah. He had three seconds of food. Now he's ready to go out again. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I am not you a house You see him cat. whip his head around? Shit. He's ready for action. Kit. Go get him, Kit. Kit. The North American <laughs> film rights to the Nightmare on Elm Street series have reverted back to the estate of the late Wes Craven, 35 ooh, years ooh. after the movie first premiered in 1984. That's right, he made those. Oh, yes. New Line Cinema and its parent company, Warner Brothers Pictures, will still control the international rights to Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. As io9 put it, quote, the company will have to come to the table with Craven's estate to make anything that releases domestically, which is probably just about everything and anything, unquote. Uh, there is no third party fighting for the th- film rights, <clears throat> Friday the 13th, <clears throat> uh, which means the future negotiations between both parties should run rather smoothly. Written and directed by Craven, the first film, which launched five sequels, one meta-exploration of the horror genre, and one crossover event, and one reboot, helped define the slasher craze of the 1980s and launched the career of a young Johnny Depp. Later installations would do the same for the likes of Patricia Arquette and Brecken Meyer, but it was Robert England that became one of the most recognizable and enduring villains in the world. Robert England. A man who you look at his face. Listen, so, bitch. Soft, he's, nice. He so was the poor bastard who got yeah. kicked. He got his ass kicked in high school. But yep. God damn it, was he a fucking frightening bastard i saw v the tv show v, yeah before i ever saw nightmare on elm Street. oh of yep. course and he played willie a, a, yep. a very kind-hearted alien and well-named <laughs> true and it's amazing mm-hmm. the transformation yeah. yes the transformation i could not stunning believe it i could not i was like that's that's him doing that I mean, just all the TV shows that he had guest spots on, too. Like, I remember seeing him in Knight Rider and going, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot. He also was doing bit parts on TV series before he got the role of of Freddy. And we actually interviewed the guy twice uh, for the old Ugly Couch show. And one of the most intelligent people I've ever 
had the you know in the pleasure of witnessing talk to us um just big fan of the movie industry in general um very knowledgeable about the entirety of cinema the, the, yeah, um, the man is a powerhouse of intelligence, especially when it comes to film history. And super, super nice, too. Yes. Very, very nice. I would have, wouldn't you just love to have been a fly on the wall for his audition? Oh, geez. Just, you know, they give him the sides and you, you see, you see, you know, Willie, you know, just, just soft faced, gentle Robert England, just put it on, bitch. You know? Yeah. It's just, just turn it on. That's an actor. Oh right my there, man. god! <laughs> Sorry. Like, as soon as you said "bitch," my mind went right to Scary Terry from Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. That's part of why I did it. But oh, yeah. bitch! <laughs> What's your bitch? Write to us comments <laughs> at onlycouchshow.com. I'm sure it's a long list. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Hambone K. Maple Leaf Max. And we'll talk to you next week. Maple Glazed. Maple Glazed, man. Maple Glazed. (laughs) That way you can be either ham or a donut. Yeah. He is a ham. Uh I like like ham balls. Andy's the ham. Yeah, yeah, he's the ham. I know. I took that so you wouldn't get it. Uh. (laughs) Because, you know, I'm a dick. Yep. But... Uh, Who's your bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) hey, Matt, you survived. You made it to the end of the episode. Yeah. You didn't die. You didn't Andy's even, not here to uh, rush me to the hospital. Yeah, no, well, true. There, there is that because otherwise, because the rest doomed. of us would have just been, eh. yeah, kid, step you made over your, him, step over him, kid. Shane needs to go to the, the hospital. Tickets. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> <laughs> I say, let them crash. <laughs> <laughs>